Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I'm super excited because now you hopefully have chosen how you're going to keep track of your goal plan. Maybe you're going to do paper. Maybe you're going to do an Excel document uploaded in Asana. Maybe you have big papers. Maybe you have one journal. However, you're going to track track your goal and vision doesn't matter. But I hope you have all the supplies. So now it's really time to get down to the essentials of building a strong strategy to achieve their goals. Is This is when it's time to get specific. It's okay for your goal and your vision to be very broad, and it can be built upon over time as the details fall into place. But what's most important is that it needs to be inspiring. And these are the details that you're going to create today that need to be in order for everything to come together. So as you know, I talk a lot about the gap between where you're at now and where your goal is. And this is where I like to call quitters valley. Many times when you are first starting out, when you have a truly, truly bold goal, there is a gap. And you need to learn something. You need to do something. You need to make a decision. And so these details, these steps are what is needed in order for everything to come together. So I do have some tips to help you implement the specifics into your planning, including incorporating timeframes, deciding who will help you, maybe learning from somebody else, figuring out what resources you may need determining where to get those resources and knowing how you will measure your progress. It's so important not to get caught up in the format of how you will do this because many times our thought of having to have everything perfect is actually what stops us from moving forward in our goals. So your goal plan is the same thing. It does not need to be perfect because it just needs to be a roadmap. And if you're lost, it needs to be a path to find the resources you need. So as we're getting into this, adding as many particular things to your plan as possible does increase your chance of success and it helps you stay on that course. So I encourage you to really think about what it is going to take for you to achieve those goals at this point. It doesn't have to be linear, linear, uh, step by step. It can just be a brain dump. So I like to do this if you're doing this on paper or Excel. I, I do like to just hand write this out. That's just my preference. But however you want to do it, it needs to be a stream of consciousness brain dump. For example, if your goal is to write a book, You are going to have all these things that come in your mind about writing a book. 
You're going to be thinking about the cover. You're going to be thinking about what's on the cover. You're going to be thinking about chapter one, chapter five, chapter 10. You're going to think about who you're dedicating your book to. You see how all these things come up because you're excited. You're going to think about the title. You're going to think about the editor. And they're not in an organized format. And that's okay. Take all those things, put them on paper. And then when you get to that step, it's all there. So this is the time where you get out a pen or paper, if you're doing it digitally, an Excel sheet, a Word document, and you'll want to refer back to this as this will become your inspiration because things will change over time as you achieve your goal. So think about all the possible things that you may need to do in order to accomplish the goal. What do you need to learn? What decisions you need to make? What are the tools you need? What are the action items? And just dump them down. Take time to do that now. (laughs) Once you have that, You don't need to have the whole plan, just some initial steps. So now it's time to break it down further by writing that action plan. So you are actually going to put these as steps in your plan because knowing what you need to do is half the battle. So don't let this intimidate you because every week you are going to add more steps. You're going to think of new things, but because you have this vessel where you are going to capture it, either Excel, Word doc, big paper on your wall, whatever. This is going to be the place for your goal, not only for your inspiration, but for your action. So writing out a plan for your goal isn't actually that overwhelming if you just dump it on paper. It actually helps you narrow your focus to avoid the feeling of the endeavor being too big to conquer. So do some research, make a list of the things you need to do and put them to paper. Once you've totally emptied your mind of all the things that you could possibly think you need to do for this goal, it's time to put them in a particular order. Um, Don't get so caught up on when you're going to start or finish these things. Just put them in order. For example, if your goal is to start your own business, list out some of the things that you know right now you will need to do and then put them in the order. If you already are, you know, have the skill of whatever business you're starting, that's one thing. But if you don't, you may need to learn how to do that or you may need to learn how to file with your state. So those are things you want to list in order to start your business. Now, you are going to have things on your that you need to do for your goal that you don't even know you need to do at this point. And that's okay. The point of this exercise is to give you a checklist to start working through. And that checklist will evolve every week, just like your to-do list evolves every week. You don't start the week knowing everything you're going to do. There are some things that get added. And some of you like to put it on your list and then cross it off. And that's totally okay. That's the same thing. That's what's going to happen with your goal plan. So you should be able to set a path to create your own list. And the important thing to keep in mind is to take everything out of your head and put it into that vehicle that you're going to use. 
And you may do some initial research about what you need to do in order to achieve your goal. Like if your goal is to start a business, you may Google, how do I start a business? But don't get stuck in the research phase because so many times we get stuck in the learning and research phase and we never get into the doing. So really start outlining those specific action items. All right. This is where you pause the audio before we get on to the next part and really dump those things into your plan. So once you have all these steps and you know that you're going to be doing these things, it's time to put them in order. So now that you have them in order, that's awesome. And now you'll want to continue to break these down. Now, many times people skip this step and this really is what will bring your goals to life. So you want to create dates and benchmarks for at least the first 10, because every week we're going to come back to this. So the first 10 items on your list, and maybe it's learning something, maybe it's doing, you want to set a deadline. This is when you are going to accomplish this. So just to be clear, I don't agree with smart goals. I do agree with smart objectives and they don't necessarily need to be in a smart format, but you need to have a date. When are you going to learn how to do X, Y, Z? When are you going to do X, Y, Z? If you're starting a business, when are you going to get the EIN? And usually what happens is it's uncomfortable when you're working on a bold goal. It's not normal. Again, there's that gap. You may not feel like you are competent competent or confident in the task. And so this plan is really the roadmap to hold yourself accountable. I always tell the story about how when we were, my friends and I were founding a nonprofit and I had the task of filling out the IRS paperwork And it was not easy. And I would get stuck on line two, the second, well, actually line one, the name. Then once I got past the name, I got stuck on line two. And I never moved forward for months because line two was the address. And in my head, I said, should that be a PO box? Do I use my address? And I just got stuck. So I never moved forward for months and months and months. And then I realized that there are people out there that start nonprofits every day and that I could simply reach out. So I made a task to figure out if I should or should not use a P.O. box. And so now, fast forward, people pay me to start their nonprofits. And I think that's such a prime example of how there were other things that I was doing and accomplishing during that time that were easier that I felt competent in and confident in doing. And so I let that be a sticking point. And it took like six months and it shouldn't have. So choose a date for completion of these objectives and be realistic when doing so. So don't put, I'm going to have everything done by Friday. (laughs) You can always tweak things down the road, but there are some hazards if you don't set a date. You probably won't move forward. You'll find other things. If you give yourself too much time, it's easy to start a pattern of procrastination 
and you may not feel as motivated about your goal. Um, If you set a window that's too small, you may feel overwhelmed or rushed. So be realistic and factor in all the items. Are, Are these things that you need to do for your goal easy? Are they things that you're stuck on? Or are there things where you need to learn something in order to do it? So once you determine at least the first 10 realistic completion dates, it's time to break out your calendar. Yep. And many people skip this. This could be a paper planner. It could be a digital planner. However, it doesn't matter as long as there's room to record your benchmarks. So consider your goal and the date that you've sent for each of these objectives. And then it's time to figure out which each item on your list should be finished and then putting those into your calendar. So I like to put a block of time in my calendar. First thing that goes in every week, it's called goal work. Things that I do to work on my goal fit in that block. That's probably the only really non-negotiable in my calendar when I work on those goals. So big dreams can be frightening. I know. They can be scary, but writing this all down and setting smaller deadlines does help you reach these goals and it's going to change the way, build the muscle of the way that you actually achieve them. So take some time, figure out the, at least the first 10 steps and then assign dates to them and then put some time blocks in your calendar to actually work on them. So the important thing, remain realistic, remain consistent, but you want to continue moving forward. That's what will bring your goal to life and keep you out of cleaning the oven. All right, bold goal crushers, it's time to do the work to create the plan so your goals can come to life. You can do it. Let's get started. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.